0: Welcome to Between Two Fros,
1: where two bros talk about art and try to figure out the the fing universe. universe. Every Sunday.
0: Every Sunday. Check
1: Check it out. Okay, now hopefully Craig doesn't fuck us. Yeah, I was Um, thinking about that. Yeah, well, if that happens, then I'll look for an alternative, but oh,
0: yeah. (sighs) What's up, Scott? How's it going? Ah. Going so-so, but I'm making my way through headstrong. Downtown. Gotcha. Um,
1: uh, what are you working on recently?
0: Uh, recently, I'm starting to get back into the rhythm of getting these chibis done. I think mm-hmm. just today, actually, I closed the... Uh, what? Like, the open uh, request. I'm still going to work on what I have so far in terms of, like, the line for requests. But I mm-hmm. closed the... Um, uh, accepting new ones so then I can focus on the ones that I have in front of me and I don't get overloaded. Gotcha. How many do you take at a time? Just curious. Um, At a time, I just have a list and typically I keep my workflow to the point where I have maybe like 10 or so ahead. Uh, not too many because cause you can get into a really good rhythm because it's kind of like the same format for each one. Um, make the background like a skin color and then I just put the sketch in and I put in what else just like hair color clothes color and then yeah it's really easy to memorize what you need to do so it can take like anywhere between like an hour to maybe three so not that uh, long of a turnaround time that's pretty
1: good Uh, i was thinking about opening to requests but i don't really know what i want to request because i i guess chivis would be kind of simple and that makes sense but I don't really know what I would want to ask people for me. Well, I don't know. How do you take your polls for that, too? Do you just have it up on your story until you'll just ask? Or, like, do you just have it on your description?
0: Uh, so what I usually do, uh, it all started with the chibi that I made for that original character. Um, I guess we could yeah, just call brain. it a bean. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I just put in the description, hey, if you want a chibi like this, um, I'm open to requests. And every... um. Sequential posts that I make with the chibi, I, I put like the same sort of description in there. It's like, hey, if you or a friend wants the same uh, kind of thing, just message me. And now I have a format of what I'm asking for. So basically just a uh, a reference of uh, facial expression, pose, and then uh, outfit choice. And that's all I really need to get started. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm just looking at your descriptions
1: on them. That Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. I'm thinking about doing stuff like that. I want to do more requests in general just because I want to, you know, not just draw the things that I want to draw all the time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I feel like that's not exactly a trap, but it can be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten into that trap before, but I wanted to play it out differently where it's not just open to those that I know. Mm-hmm. But I'm establishing new relationships with essentially strangers, and then um, I find that oh, they're actually really cool, and they I could actually realistically have them be friends of mine. So, it's new, and it's not as intimidating as I previously thought, or maybe others might previous or others might think. Uh, just opening up to strangers, say if it's like your first time uh, opening requests, it's really not that much to surmount, really.
1: Yeah, I also I see that as a good opportunity to grow, and since there's no monetary, you know, value being placed on it, you can bail on it without having any like <laughs> emotional attachment. Of course, some guy might be like, "Oh, fuck you! You didn't give me my art," but yeah. at the same
0: time, you didn't pay for it, so that yeah, makes
1: sense, yeah,
0: yeah. That's what makes it easy. And then uh, a lot of times, something that's kind of new to me, where at least with the influx of requests that I get, which in Objectively, it's not as many as I may have previously thought when I started. Uh, mm-hmm. It could grow to that point. But the really cool thing is that different from commissions, uh, when you can get as many requests instead, it's it's actually very freeing. You can still do what you want. You can take more creative liberty because they're not really paying for it. Yeah, that's um, uh... Yeah, so you can take just the general stuff that they're asking for and you can put an interesting spin on it where they didn't expect it and then... Uh, In the end, they could be even more satisfied than you may have thought if you, like, asked for exactly what they want. And I know Mm. in the past, I would ask specifically, oh, did you want your hair like this? And, like, it's a huge back and forth where it's the time that you take for a commission. Yeah, but it's really nice to just, like, kick back and it's like, okay, I can just work on this. And not have to interrupt my pacing and flow to, like, ask, oh, did you want this a specific way? But Yeah, that's the freedom that a request brings, actually.
1: Yeah, I think I'll get into doing that because I wanted to use more of uh, the Instagram stories to kind of connect with people because my fiance, Melissa, she noticed, well, we noticed together that when she put something on her story, she would actually get like people talking to her that were our friends. (laughs) You know, friends will talk to you if they see your story, obviously, because they're just like, oh, there's something to look at and then you can comment. But
0: We Mm -hmm. noticed that
1: if if you don't post a story, your friends are less likely to just say hi to you. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, So I was thinking of maybe translating that into the Instagram stories and maybe doing, like, polls, because I'm really into drawing other characters now, like, characters that already exist, and then just kind of, like, dissecting the artist's style, like what I did with that Vegeta picture I showed you. Right, um, right. After I drew that, I feel like I noticed what more, like... Things that I want to put in a face, like what makes a face turn yeah. and like all those things. Like I drew a Silas drawing again this morning that mm-hmm. I actually really like. I might scan it in and finish it up because it was just like completely off the top of my head. Uh, as opposed to that, I do a lot, though. It's just a guy, you know, the... Uh, one point perspective straight on, and then he's mm-hmm. just mad and he has his hands in his pocket. So, obviously, I avoided hands this time again, but <laughs> it's okay because I got the face expression the way I wanted it to, and then I got okay. the hair working the way I wanted it to a little better because uh, I was actually looking at more like styles that Silas's hair kind of looks like, mm. and then just breaking down how it connects to the head to make it more believable. So, it doesn't like my design makes sense and then yeah it just worked out i like that yeah it worked out. And, and i it think was... that's directly from just drawing dragon ball z characters like <laughs> and then just trying to draw the muscles and looking at the face and yeah i'm really deciding what i want in my style more just from stealing not necessarily stealing but redrawing other people's art it's interesting yeah. yeah
0: yeah and to touch on what you were talking about with hair uh it's whenever i have to draw long hair it, uh, the bang usually if there's like longer bangs i always have to look up specific references so yeah. you can say that it's like i don't have much familiarity say i draw my afro so much so i'm more familiar with that but with mm. longer bangs sometimes i have to think about hey where would this go and then you can have the trouble it's like maybe it's like overlapping like the temples too much yeah. and like the hairline and everything um mm. uh, and what all it would there was something else um, but it had to do with hair. Oh, yeah, it was, um, today, I got back into, or I guess you could say I restarted Shogeki no Soma Food Wars, uh, from mm. episode one. I forget where I last started off, but it was, a, huh. like, a third of the way into season one. But I just remembered how ridiculous the bangs were for, uh, Aaron. Uh, the girl with, like, God, uh, the girl with God Tongue, who's, like, really snooty. Oh, uh, like, the blonde girl. People. The blonde girl. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, she has, like... I get you. Uh, it, yeah, like, basically, if you wanted to draw a simple shape, she has, like, uh, like three different styles of, like, bangs on the sides of her um, face, like, coming down the sides of her face, and one of them is, like, you could say it's, like, the shape of, like, a fork, and it's, like, that's, what, how does that even work? How do you even? <laughs> it's
1: probably a character design thing that they were trying to make her present. Yeah. I don't
0: know yeah so yeah at least for like in terms of hair and um art reference stuff yeah hair can be kind of mystifying especially for uh longer hair uh that kind of like uh cascades down the face and it hides Hmm. details especially with those who are very detail oriented in the rough drafts and they may put too much detail and it's like oh man i'm gonna draw the hair later what am i gonna do with that
1: Yeah, I've just made stylistic decisions for what my style is gonna end up on because I hate drawing hair. I think it's my the worst thing that I have to deal with. So I think I'm gonna go very much in accurate Toriyama style where it's just one big flat color and a shape. Yes. Yes, I like that. Like a little bit of just, you know, lines to designate direction, but not like, you know, crazy strands and all that shit. I think I'm gonna keep it as simple as possible and then just work on the rest of the you know, the body, and then just let hair kind of flow as a big afro kind of shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that's just better for what I want to do, less animating, clunky shit, and I don't know, I just... uh, Maybe in the future I'll feel like doing it, but for now
0: I just want to keep it simple. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I guess in terms of, like, a bigger talking point, I guess that we could segue into, I was... um, Before we started just now, I was thinking... Uh, I guess in terms of starting like a new canvas or um, starting a new concept that's very, uh, that you know is going to be kind of tricky or just starting in general. And then maybe for those, maybe like myself, uh, it's like you want to draw and everything like you really do, but it's just maybe your setup is not exactly the way that you're feeling right now. And Hmm. then you're feeling even more dissatisfied on top of like you want to draw, but then you just don't. And then it's like, oh I am I'm not drawing. I don't feel like an artist. Uh, oh. like do you ever feel like that at all? I feel like there could be a lot of things. I think that's just a life in balance personally.
1: Because like mm-hmm. okay, this is gonna be something that I've been thinking about for a little while. Um, I've been not getting on my back too much about not drawing, because ultimately, like I am an adult and I have a lot of responsibilities that I need to take care of oh yeah and since art isn't my my money maker right now i don't think it's fair for me to just say that i'm an artist like i need to get the other parts of my life in check Mm -hmm. and i think that'll assist going into the art stuff like for example i'm trying to start a web design business where i make websites Mm. with uh oh yeah so i'm looking up business strategies i'm looking up how to make a business we found that that i have to do a partnership and then i have to open up a doing a, a doing business as name and then i have to make an employee identification number and then i have to basically yeah. allow the state to know that i'm selling things and after that make a website and then start doing businesses and i don't have to worry about too much because i'm not in a corporation or an llc yeah so yeah, like yeah. that's the cool thing but once that gets started and i start getting money and i'm able to take the foot off the gas with win dixie then i can have more time for art and like you know work on things like that i'm still drawing like don't get me wrong oh yeah yeah yeah. i want to draw whenever i can but i just don't think it's fair to i just have so many interests right now and i need to get i definitely need to get some some money in the doorway right now and segue Mm -hmm. into you know into my 30s soon so yeah uh,
0: yeah so, yeah, I, I'm
1: trying to be an artist, but I'm mostly focusing on story right now and then just building up chops because, like, what I'm noticing is once I did take a little bit of a step back from art and then I started drawing again, uh, like, I, I noticed that my um, my observational eye got better. Like, I was able mm-hmm. to just draw things one-to-one a lot better. Like, I'll look at a drawing and then I'll just draw it. Some things might be a little off, but that's mostly because I'm doing it in the sketchbook with paper and pencil, and I can't just drag things around like I do in a <laughs> program. But the practice is there. Like, I'm seeing my anatomy's way better. I just need to make things more believable as in sense of, like, uh, make a, a pose look like a pose rather than, like, stiff. Like, that's the only things that yeah. I really need to work on. And, like, I, I, the drawing that I did today was probably the least stiff drawing that i've drawn in a while so i was like okay okay. something there and um yeah my my style is getting a little bit more detailed in the face because before it was a little bit more cartoony and then i'm just seeing myself tweak making these small tweaks and adjustments faster than i did before and i'm way less frustrated with art and i kind of see like that I, i can do this like i that's where i've gotten the confidence too like i put the drilling in and i got to this point and i'm happy with that now I just need to make money so I can start working on art more like regularly. Like that's what I want to be at,
0: yes, yeah. I'm honestly, in terms of mindset, I'm in that exact same place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess for me, where I'm geared where i where honestly, I want to utilize the skills that I use my degree for, which is specifically graphic design. Yeah. Um, I guess, um to bring some people up to speed about what I did for graphic design, so, I originally wanted to do uh, digital illustration uh, at uh, what the community college that I got my two years associates with, or uh, two years associates at. And so, for some reason, the department didn't really like steer me towards what they actually had until I noticed for myself. Like, what they have like digit like intermediate digital drawing. Why am I not in that? Why am uh, I in graphic design? So. Yeah. Of course, I don't regret learning like graphic design basics and skills because a lot of that bleeds like to and fro within like um, digital drawing. If you're going to do like comics and then, you know, like even um yeah web design yeah, mm-hmm. but um for where I am right now uh, currently, I'm feeling when I'm like looking around, uh, say at like job listings for more professional stuff. Uh, my kind of fragmented, ah. Uh, upbringing with graphic design when at first i wanted to focus from the beginning with digital illustration uh it really did not give me a well-rounded yeah. kind of tool yeah. set or like i'm only at intermediate where at this yeah. point i would see myself like butting into like expert level yeah i was yeah i wanted to touch on that i feel like yeah. your
1: administrators pushed you into something that's more quote-unquote believable or like yeah easy to not easy to do, but like an accessible level. Cause yeah. Uh, graphic design gives you, like you said, into web design. It also gives you very much into the, like marketing and advertising stuff like that. So people are seeing it as, Oh, you have a business and your business is going to be helping other people market and advertise Yeah, because they don't believe that there's enough jobs for people to just do digital illustration. And they don't believe that it's just like, you know, Something that's, what's the word? Uh, viable, I guess. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, unfortunate because, you know, there's actually a lot of digital illustration going on right now,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um,
1: especially since, you know, everything's on the internet even more now. So people are looking for character designers. People are looking for background designers. People are looking for, you know, all kinds of arts right now. But it's also mm-hmm. weird. It's a weird environment right now because of, you know, COVID. Sure, yeah. Uh, that kind of sucks. Uh, the opposite thing actually happened to me with my school. They were like, uh, I wanted to go for music production, and they were like, why don't you do audio production so you can do, like, 700 other things rather than just music? Mm. And that was nice, but I think I just had a decent advisor. Your advisor seemed <laughs> to just want to make you money.
0: Yeah, 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 it's like, I guess it's because it was a community college and maybe they yeah. didn't see me pursuing, like, Uh, full force into uh, illustration. They didn't see that I was, like, super serious about it, and maybe they were trying to save me, like, time and money, but really, they didn't. They did the exact opposite, where I wanted to be a specialist. Like, of course, you can't really regret gaining experience in the art sphere in and of itself, because, yeah, it's relatable. Like, they had that Mm -hmm. down pat. But if you, yeah, if you want to work with a specialty, sometimes it is worth to let them see that for themselves and, uh... I guess to see where they need to make adjustments and then maybe mm. for themselves um, realize, yeah, maybe I don't want to do this. And it's all about mm. discovering on their end. Yeah. That's how it should be for sure. Yeah,
1: It really shouldn't be someone else's perception of what's good for you, especially if they're an advisor. I feel like the best advice to give someone is if you want to do something, do it until you realize you don't want to do it or yeah. do it until you realize you want to continue doing it. Cause like, that's what happened with me. To give more background on myself, because I haven't really talked about it, I went to school originally for computer science, and then I ended up in audio production, which I graduated in last month. And um, Well, actually, yeah, technically last month, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was first starting it out for money, and then I ended up doing the stuff that I wanted to do for myself and now i still want to do something else because that's just how life works like i want to just do web design for the sake of doing web design and making websites because i don't know it's artistic it's interesting it's a type of marketing that i can learn on in the future for when i make my own business and websites mm-hmm. and um yeah it's just you know something that i can scale and i can work for myself on so that's nice uh as far as the audio production goes i kind of realized that i wanted to do most of it for myself and not really for other people yeah. but if i have a job that i you know am passionate about or a project that i'm passionate about or a game that i'm passionate about i'll work on it but for now i'm just trying to focus on making my own living and being free and then trying to work on my story and you know making art in the future but right now yes Getting the finances together, which is unfortunate. But I'd rather be doing something creative, and hopefully I can be doing that as well, and then segue into that from the web design. But, you know, just got to figure out how life goes and put the work in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I don't really know what the hell we were talking about before then. it make me get on that tangent, but...
0: Uh, well, I think we were talking about... Oh,
1: we were just talking about jobs and graphic design and
0: advisors
1: specifically. Yeah. Right. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think that's all I really have to say about that, personally.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think... Oh, that's what I was thinking uh, when you were talking about... Yeah, there are uh, industries and then even individuals who are just making it work with, like... um, Specialty kind of traits like uh, digital illustration or just illustration for Mm -hmm. uh, graphic stories in general, because at this point, there are several websites that are delivering it digitally very easily, very easily and effortlessly to the public. And the public are responding that, yeah, they really like these stories and they want to see more of them. And then that's pushing more individuals to uh, serialize themselves. And then they're making uh, a name and profit for themselves. Yeah, which is well, really I'm
1: cool. thinking, I think it would be cool if you made yourself a website and then just started selling packs of whatever you're doing. Yeah, so I, think I do. That yeah. is the move for you, honestly.
0: Yeah, I've thought about that as well. Because honestly, it would be so great if, um, or hopefully when uh, maybe the U.S. Uh, realizes that the arts are really important, the way that uh, Japan. Uh, Realizes this because they use Mm. uh, illustrated stuff, or this is just from an outside perspective, just Mm. seeing generally what is going on. They use uh, illustrations for a lot of stuff. Um, Some stuff may not be as successful, but they really do like to involve a lot of artistic uh, means into even their business practices for uh, just general viewing, and it makes it more of like an endearing kind of experience, uh, Mm. if anything. Some people might use it uh, maliciously. I'm not sure, but if I'm thinking, if you can think about it, maybe some people are doing it. But all in yeah, all, if ever, everything looks like that for sure. Yeah, yeah, but um, all in all, I do hope to see maybe a transition more into the arts um for America, kind of like how Japan already has right now and is booming. I think the only reason that the problem with art is that it's not
1: technically useful in the sense that you can turn it around and make more money with it, or you can't, you can't fix a car with a picture basically like, yeah, Yeah, it's it's just like a luxury item. It's nice to have, it's nice to look at, but there's also the entertainment aspect, which is really nice, but it's just hard for people to get into that. And, you know, uh, if you think about it, how many animation studios do you really know? Like, you know, Toei Animation, you know, Trigger, you know, Funimation. I don't even know if Funimation is even considered an animation company, or if it's just like a production company that, or like a licensing company that just, yeah, loves stuff. So like, the problem is, you usually have Funimation that has rights and licenses to all these shows, right? So, Basically, these companies that made the show are just... I don't know if this is how it works, obviously, but I'm guessing this is how it works. These companies are paying the people that make the show a license to have it up on their platform, kind of like how Crunchyroll is. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm guessing they're making a cut off of that, but then the streaming services is just like, you know, I don't know how much money they're making off of that, but I can't imagine it's a lot if I think about how, like, music works. Mm -hmm. So the problem is... There's no station or like Cartoon Network that's going to make you feel good about yourself, like working Mm. for them. Like I, I I really think people need to go into their own studios, their own websites, their own businesses. Like even with Squarespace, like I feel like Squarespace is eventually just going to be a waste of money because, like, if you think about it, Squarespace is a business, and Mm. like all businesses, if that business goes under, then what happens to your website? like if if Squarespace disappears for some reason then what happens to your website like it's gone exactly yeah. so if i made my own website and i have my own hosting and i have my own server and then i go down i have all the information and i can just put it up again like mm-hmm. it's it's all good that way like everybody needs to start hosting their own shit or we're going to be fucked and then we're going to have like everyone's making money off of affiliation so like there's people that make ebooks and they affiliate by making some bullshit topic and then yeah. they'll talk about how you can go to this website or you can go to this person and then they'll help you with this part of the problem out of the big triangle of problems. And basically what the book is saying is go to these other resources and those other resources are paying the guy that made the ebook because they're pointing the people to their resources. Like uh, that's, that's affiliate stuff and that's how people are making money now. So like, it's either sell out that way and do some bullshit or do your own shit like from the ground up that's why i want to make my own business like it just sucks when someone else is putting money in your pocket and then when that person goes away you don't have that source of money so we need to be able to make money for ourselves we need to be able to make our own stores and then when conventions kick up again we start going to conventions and selling our shit there Mm -hmm. like we need to we need to hustle like now more than ever. Like we always had to, but the internet gives us the opportunity to be our own boss. It gives us the opportunity to connect with everyone around the world. So why do you need Walmart? Why do you need Amazon? Like you don't need other people to streamline the people for you. Those are resources that you can maybe potentially sell your shit through later, but you should be able to sell your stuff and not have to worry about someone else, you know, paying you. That sucks. Like, you're always going to constantly thinking about oh what if this money stream goes out like i want to have multiple money streams i think that is just how things need to happen especially for artists cuz well, like yeah. i said there's there's no there's no big studio that's going to pay you to do your own shit like you you have an idea for your story you have an idea for your art if you don't find join a studio that's fine draw their shit but if you're like me and someone hires you and they're just like yeah draw goku for the rest of your life uh you're going to go crazy and you're not going to want to do that. And then that's going to be only, the only work for you. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what studio you're either going to be drawing gumball for the rest of your
0: life. Or you're going to be drawing Goku or mm-hmm. something else. So if you want to do your own stuff,
1: you got to be your own boss and start your
0: own business. Yeah. So I guess on that topic, I think we, yeah, but um, say, please talk. I've talked way too long there. <laughs> so I've thought about it for a while. Um, say like with the, the one comic idea, the nap club that I had, are, or maybe, like, another one, say, like, the more adventure-type one that I've had my mind on for a while. What is What are your thoughts on, say, self-serialization through places like uh, Webtoon, and then uh, there are other ones that are more uh, in-depth, say, maybe they're more associated with, um uh, say, with Japan, where you can host there as well. What do you feel on uh, places like that where it's, like, a hosting site? I know we just talked about that, but a hosting oh. site for you... Yeah. Uh, Sorry to interrupt, but
1: personally, I think it's a good idea.
0: Mm -hmm. But
1: I think it's better if it goes through your website, personally. Because the way I see serializing websites or just websites that host your content is they want a commission unless you pay a membership, because that's how it Mm -hmm. works for BeatStars. So what I would do, what I would do personally is if the serialization website gives you the opportunity to buy it, say on that website, hey, yeah, you can buy it here for this price, but on my website, it's like this much this X amount cheaper. So that way people are just trafficking straight to the source straight to you. And then you have more of an incentive to bring people off of that website to your website so they can buy it. And that way you have, you can form a following organically for your website and not for their website. And that way you can move away from that website and not have to depend on them. Yeah. That can be a stream for you. People are just lazy and they like the service, but if people like you and they want to get it from you and want to support you. They can buy it straight to you, and then you don't have to pay that commission. And if it's like five bucks cheaper than what you're buying it on there, they're probably taking five dollars anyway. So you're just making the same amount. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So I think that's the move,
0: personally. <laughs> yeah, because I notice on Instagram, uh, uh, even when uh, when I do requests, requests are always free, and that's different than commissions where I have that very. um very cut and clear. It's like requests are free and commissions are paid, of course. But mm-hmm. uh, even when I, when I was doing the uh, Chibi requests, uh, somebody who was actually um, a classmate for a poetry class that I took for my last year in college, it was a great poetry class. It was like a close-knit family. It was great. But <laughs> she, uh, her name is Abigail, and she said that she wanted to support me even though I uh, made it clear that, yeah, the requests are free for as long as I'm doing them. And so it's like, yeah, people, if you are yep. uh, even like a strange, like some strangers are like willing to like pay. It's like, oh no, you don't have to. But if you do that, I would really appreciate that. And yeah, so, like- yeah, it's all about uh, the work that you are doing as well. Like say, if you're very passionate about the project that you want to serialize, maybe on your website uh, versus uh, a hosting site, mm-hmm. um, even if they don't have to go to, like say if it's easier to go to, the hosting site and like get it for free there are people who like find it very important to support where the content is coming from in the first place
1: oh yeah that's why people yeah. do
0: patreon that's why people have patrons like that's the whole thing which yeah.
1: is really funny to me because if you make your own website you don't need a patreon so <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: i don't know yeah yeah uh i i probably going to end up using patreon's model just to start out depending mm-hmm. on what i am i don't know because like like I made the art YouTube. I have it up. I have a video. I have my intro. And then after I made two videos, I was just like, fuck, I don't know what I want to make YouTube videos of anymore. Cause like, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm Ross draws. I don't know. It says it doesn't feel like I'm, I don't one. I don't have that energy Two. I could reformat it to me, but it just doesn't feel right. And like, yeah, trying to figure out how to do the whole YouTube thing. Cause I want to do it. I think it's cool. I want to be able to give people content somehow and then build a community. Like, for this mm. podcast. Like, I want a community for this podcast, too. So we can talk to people and then just have more topics. And then, you know, get guests and all that other stuff. Like, I want to meet more people. I want to talk to more people. And I want to just entertain people. Like, that's
0: my life. Yeah. That's
1: it. Like, <laughs> um, so I'm trying to figure out exactly I want to do for the YouTube. And I'm thinking more of doing, uh, like, kind of, I guess, rants in the way that I'm doing this rant. But, like, in a way of being like, hey, have you ever been stuck? Or, like, hey, have you ever realized you didn't know what you want to do with your life and no. had seven different options and then you figured it out finally? Then this video's for you. Or if you didn't figure it out, then maybe watch this video and you'll figure it out. That kind of stuff. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. I just want to be helpful. And I want to be artsy. But it's kind of hard to figure out what hat to wear and what to put my fucking money in. But. Like I said, I'm trying to do the web design thing—that's the priority. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess in that same sense, or I guess going back to uh, Patreon and then maybe like the same model for Patreon, I have everything set up except for like uh, any kind of uh, media posted to the Patreon yet. It's not launched, but I have all like the tiers and everything, like the lowest of what, like two dollars. It's like, hey, if you want to support, you can just support. Uh, but then. Uh, what is it? I want to not so much give like exclusive deliverables, but I want it to be more community-based where it's like, hey, uh, maybe I think it's at the highest tier where, what is that? I think it's like $10 for the highest tier where, mm-hmm. what is it? You... Uh, across the board, it's more community interaction mm. where uh, for one of the tiers, you can suggest, uh, color, uh, it's like a color palette challenge, uh, where, I, they give me a suggestion of like, um, a handful of colors and then I have to make something out of that with like, and without any other, uh, uh, kind of instruction. And so mm. people can just send me like even stuff that would not even work. It's like, oh boy, how am I going to do this? But it's still fun. And it's like really, I like the challenge of it as well to like really, um, use my mind in a way that I wouldn't think of before uh to Hmm. problem like honestly just problem solve which is what I learned in um uh graphic design is basically just solving artistic problems and that's what I really find enjoyable with that and because it's coming from the community it's like it's even more endearing because uh with that point it tells me that they're engaged um but that's specifically for a tier which is unfortunate I wish that it didn't yeah. have to be like monetary based, but even that, well, even then it's,
1: you know, um, I think you can figure that out with like, I don't know how you're going to mitigate your content or put it out, mm-hmm. mitigate the right word. I don't know. Um, I don't know how you're going to do your content specifically for Patreon. Uh, are you going to like release this somewhere like on specifically just Patreon or are you going to communicate with your audience on like Instagram and stuff like that? hmm. (laughs) because you could have like a very low pool of like like for my patreon i think i'm not going to do anything over like a dollar maybe five dollars like five dollars for some specific tier of things but i don't think i'll do it anything for over a dollar because i want i feel like doing a dollar and then just being like hey, uh, if you give a dollar to my Patreon, I'll do a poll and then you can do some wacky art thing and then I'll pick from the poll which wacky thing to do for the month and then I'll post it. Like, I think that's, like, I, I don't know. For me, when I, when I hear $5, $10 commission and then something, like, crazy that's hard to do and you have to do a whole bunch of art solving, right? I, I, the, the immediate thing I think of is, what if I get too many of those requests and it's paid requests and so now I have to do all of them? So, like, yeah, I don't want you to get overwhelmed. I think you should really, you know, ballpark what you can handle and then figure out how to monetize it from there. And then when, like, it starts paying for itself, then you can start doing those bigger
0: requests because that's literally all you'll be doing. Like, I don't know. It's true. And I'm thinking ahead where... uh, I'm thinking of when... It's like oh, you're paying ten dollars a month for just an artist, and you're not even like getting, uh, like a detailed commission per like instructions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mindset that I have is like oh, not too many people. At least in the beginning, I may tweak them. It's not like a written in stone kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, not too many people would. Uh, okay, I have the screen up. Eight dollars is. Oh yeah, it's only at the last. Uh, it's only, I go from two, four, it's like evens up to 10. So two four six eight ten. 10. Uh, so the $10, which is the last one, it's like, then that's the only one that you can put in the uh, challenges. Does it and, have a cap?
1: Because I know you can set a cap to how many people are in that category.
0: Um, that That is actually good. I'm glad you reminded me of that. Um, but everything else, uh, before I had uh, other deliverables where I would put in uh step by step instructions and then I thought, oh, that's a lot to do, like say for like the six dollar tier, which is like the third out of five tiers. And it's like that's a lot of work. So I did think about how um it would be a lot of work. Uh, say for like lower tier stuff, depending on how people were feeling about like my art and if they wanted to support me that way. Mm. Uh but I didn't want to have anything where it's like I have to create something special out of the blue. Like kind of like how Ross does. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, he goes he makes um the video presentation of his process and everything where it's like for me, I know that would make it a lot tougher to keep up. Um, yeah, if I had definitely. to create something extra versus um it's it's just the art and then um it's only for uh the challenges it's like okay, I'm just making more art. It's nothing more that I haven't done before. So mm-hmm. it's just more of the same versus more of the same plus uh a supplementary piece of media which is like okay i have to do this and not be in the art flow kind of thing
1: so you're trying to transition to patreon being like your main source of income like that kind of thing
0: so i guess you could say that in terms of something before going into like the professional uh i guess sphere of work
1: where do you want Um, to be i never really asked that because i know you want to be a teacher as well and you're doing that
0: but what
1: mm. is your goal
0: so, I so second calling is kind of being a teacher, but it's not my first one. That's the The teacher is more of like it's like oh, teaching is actually kind of nice, hmm. but it's not my uh, first calling. My first calling is to honestly um, be more of a concept artist with probably possibly a game company or maybe uh, an animation studio, and then actually if not that because I actually am interested in animation but i do not have specifically the uh skill set and i'm not currently working with animation right now i've only really just dabbled in it and it was a really good experience i surprisingly took on the workload easily it's like oh i'm actually uh taking like drawing more stuff pretty easily because it's like well that's what you have to do for animation yeah definitely yeah, so it's like, oh, that came pretty easy to me. Um, maybe in the future I can get more into it. So um, you want to work for basically? You want to work for somebody's studio? Um, I guess you could say, but in terms of ultimate artistic satisfaction, it would be <laughs> great to. It'd be great to get to a level of say like um, just creating whatever you want, kind of like say like Kim jong Gi, and then um this other artist I forget his name that does like yeah, the yeah, same yeah, work, uh, line of yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, I know you don't like Kim Jungi. No, I'm not Over- I
1: am not even fucking with that. I'm just mad in the sense of like I want you to just pursue that. I don't want yeah. you to be like, if if I if it all works out, I just want you to do that thing. Cause like I yeah. rather I'd rather see what you do from your organic imagination and from your mindset. Like I, I
0: wanna I wanna pull the pull off
1: the whole Miyazaki thing. Like that's what I wanna
0: yeah. do. Yeah, or yeah, that's actually um yeah, I forgot about that middle ground. So uh, say if I wanted to be like right now a really comfortable step is like working at a studio under somebody but then uh next step would probably be like um artistic director where it's like okay I'm putting my um ideas into a project and then ever say like other individuals could help me achieve that goal yeah. uh and then recently it's like oh wow that'd be really cool to just make stuff whenever I want to and that would be really often because like Total artistic freedom. I can just draw whatever I want. It can be as detailed or as sketchy as I want, and then those can be uh, priced relatively. Mm-hmm. But just more artistic freedom is... Good uh, so question. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Here I am starting another project with Scott. Um, I want to do something. Like, I wanted to do the Afro thing, mm-hmm. but obviously my creative vision didn't work with that. Um. I want to do another thing like that. I just don't, like, I want to do my mystic martial arts thing as well, but I don't want to start it, though, because I don't have all the ideas for it. I'm, well, I've been writing it, obviously, but I'm hearing that you want to do the whole Miyazaki thing, or just being our artistic director and all of that. So, and you're not working in a studio right now, right? No, no. Have you looked to try to work in a studio?
0: So the thing is, I've tried to do. I don't know if I'm using the wrong uh, search words um, because I've tried to look for even like entry level stuff that could probably get me to that place. Um, Because a lot of the stuff, it's like you need like that specific like inter like high intermediate to beginner expert expertise of say like a like technical artist or conceptual artist that also works with like 3d um mm. mesh and everything's like oh wow that's mm. crazy that's like the it's rough like part, a dual yeah. yeah it's a dual job not just like uh the 2d it's like it's the 2d and 3d it's like damn damn that's the rough part i don't have <laughs> any
1: i have zero 3d knowledge like, yes so yeah uh, yeah this is where i this is where i'm coming when with this project again uh well just kind of uh presenting the idea I think we should both make a story. Yeah. Like, we, in tandem, like we decided before, like, I don't know if it has to be nap club or mystic martial arts, just something to get our foot in the door, like just something afro s style, but maybe more serious or more like passion for us both. Like maybe if you wanted to explore your adventure idea, we could do that.
0: Yeah. Cause I'm like always... That. I'm always constantly thinking of titles for that adventure-based story. I know, like, the whole, like, theme of it and everything, mm. but I can't think of, like, a very on-the-nose, in a good way, kind of title for it that's, like, all-encompassing. Okay, that maybe we something. shouldn't do that one yet. Yeah, that's for yeah, that's, that's uh, more experienced kind of writers yeah. and storytellers. So
1: this is what I think, since exactly what you said, Uh, Let's Mm. make a story that's not exactly a throwaway story, but, like, something to get us in the door of creating something and realizing the faults of it and hopefully getting a fan base behind it and then doing our other projects after that. Like, uh... Something pretty simple. Nothing super ridiculous. Like, yeah, maybe we'll do chapter releases, like, once a month. Like, just make it really lax. Mm -hmm. And then just try to hammer away at it
0: yeah or maybe in that same vein it's like the same process but maybe um a somewhat lengthy but of course not like as long as like my hero academia which is not even close to as long as like say one piece or bleach thank goodness but should we do like a so i guess we could i don't even know if we should talk about some podcast (laughs) Yeah, I was yeah. I was thinking maybe like a kind of like a one shot, like a sort of lengthy, just a one shot. Uh,
1: how many chapters do you want to do? Like, I think we should finish this up in like like a like a really quick chapter thing, and then maybe we could do a sequel. I don't know, like something really quick. Mm. that we Yeah, can, like get yeah. a story out of like um, thinking of being, thinking a bit more of like a movie length rather than like uh, an, a an a whole anime. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, like, that yeah. does. Yeah. So maybe we could do that and then release that and then hopefully get a following on it. And then that'll give us a lot of opportunity to flex the art skills and like do perspective based drawings and do more imagination driven, driven exercises and stuff like that. Yeah. That way, like we can work on storytelling and then we can work on just camera angles we can work on just how making things look good we can work on a style and then we can once we get into doing later works down the line we can do that and like take that experience and flip it and then after we get that one thing done we can present it somewhere and then just have that in our portfolios for several things right and then we can start Mm -hmm. getting those studio jobs so we know that that people know that we can do something
0: yeah, and uh, the one speaking point when you said studio jobs, I wish they were more like apprenticeship kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah, unpaid work, unfortunately. And it's a lot yeah, of
1: you have to go here and we're not paying for you to go there.
0: Like it's Yeah. <sighs> or yeah, not even not even apprenticeship, but I guess the next step would which would be great for like uh, getting into it and uh, meeting people in the industry is just like a work hand that so or something like a workhand where you are being paid for it, like an assistant
1: yeah like just this the lower working parts of the job like for example there'd be a storyboard director and we might need people to work on the storyboard like uh that kind of stuff just like really really simple jobs that you can get us into the industry and let's let us talk to the big name people and let us talk to the small name people and then open up our you know our just experience and doorways to other possible opportunities like that's what we should do
0: yeah, um, but speaking uh, again with uh, doing like the one shot and then just like gaining the experience for like angles and how we want to traverse storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess for something uh, that a lot of people should know is that for like Eiichiro Oda, uh, who is like running One Piece uh, right now, he had kind of like a developmental one shot of what One Piece uh, at the time in the past could have or could have been but mm. he changed it so drastically and it was only called Romance Dawn mm. and then he took that name and he put it into like the, the pilot. first arc yeah, of it's One the pilot. Yeah, it's
1: the first episode name
0: yeah and so uh and they even like animated that uh that whole conceptual story of Romance Dawn and it was it was okay Luffy was a lot more serious than the current iteration that we have right now and it was like oh this is interesting but even yeah. then Uh, that was just, like, a conceptual, like, rough draft of what this, like, uh, like, decade-long, like, multi-decade-long story is. Yeah, it's crazy. It started in, like, the 90s. (laughs) Yeah, my gosh. So, even then, it's like, you can make, you can just have, like, a good, uh, try at creating a story, and then, okay, let's have it be something a little bit more in-depth, and then you can just rework it, and then you have the experience from before, but it's, uh, better um better executed
1: yeah like um yeah. well i guess this one isn't a good example but um what's his name the guy that made naruto yeah uh
0: i forget his name let's me. let see
1: anyway he made a anime well he made a new manga called samurai eight right yeah And it's only like 25 chapters so like whatever like that's mm. totally fine for me like i I would definitely be down to just make like a 25 one-off like real quick in and out like probably spend maybe a month or two writing it and then just kind of like drilling it back and forth between you and me and then we'll you know just start drawing and hopefully knock it out real quick well like not real quick but you know face the challenges that we're going to face and then overcome them as that'll just make us better
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't checked into it. It was Samurai 8. Yeah, Samurai 8. Yeah, I haven't looked into that. Um, But I only heard about, like, I only saw, like, the conceptual art and the announcement for it. It's like, oh, whoa, that looks really cool. Um, And he already had, yeah, and he already had, like, that long running uh, manga of, like, Naruto and then, to extension, uh, Shippuden. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, geez. It's like, yeah, even after, like, your what is perceived as your greatest achievement magnum
1: opus yeah your magnum
0: opus it's like yeah you can just keep going and still create and whatever happens happens and but you have the experience so you can be pretty confident that you do know what you're doing
1: all while boruto is still going on (laughs) so that's crazy uh but yeah I think that'll be a good way for us to just, you know, prove ourselves regardless if we don't have that 3D experience. And then maybe once we get in the door, just be like, Hey, we're just looking for that 3D experience. And you've been doing some slight research on the side, but you've been not really worrying about that because your main focus has been the 2D fine art, but you're willing to learn. And you're willing to like, you know, learn under people that know what they're doing and then work with them on the 2D aspects. It's, you know, basically a symbiotic relationship. That you can give to the business owners. Because, like, um, I guarantee you, Ethan Becker didn't have 3D experience before he joined into um, Disney and all of that. Because, like, back then when he was in high school, I guarantee you that 3D software is, like, thousands of dollars. Like, I know, I remember Maya, Maya 3D Creator, like, whatever it was. It was, like, $300 when I was in high school. So, I can only imagine how much it was before then. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm, but yeah, ugh. I guess that's most of what I had on mind are are ugh, on my mind for today, at least for I guess talking points that have been relevant to me lately, like you know, like uh, what like oh, like artistic motivation, like working towards like a specific goal, like in the industry and everything.
1: Yeah, mostly yeah. with me, I'm just trying to get myself on track with whatever I need to be doing because, like, yeah, I just want to stop wasting time doing stuff that doesn't matter and doesn't ultimately make me happy, so, like... Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, uh, I want to do, like, YouTube and stuff, but, you know, I can't make money with that yet, so I gotta put in the grind elsewhere and then, you know, start doing that stuff on the back end, but... Uh, it's just difficult. It's just difficult, especially, like, with the job climate being all fucked. And,
0: yeah. Yeah, and the world not really adjusting for, like, the lack of income that everybody has during COVID. Yeah, but
1: yes. uh, at the same time, I don't know. I feel like a lot yeah. of people are just comfortable. Like I said, no one wants to be a business owner. We just mm-hmm. want to let people put money in our pocket. And then it's like that Eric Andre meme mm-hmm. where, like, Eric turns around and shoots Hannibal and then, like, <laughs> looks and looks at the camera <laughs> and he's like, what happened? It's like, imagine... <laughs> imagine like your employer is walmart and then you're eric Audrey or like you're the fucking employer and then you turn around and shoot them and then walmart's gone your job's gone and then you're like fuck i don't have any money what happened it's just <laughs> like well you didn't have a business so when that business went other you, you don't have any money it's just so how it works so, like yep. especially if like a crisis happens and they have to lay off lay you off and then you have to compete for another you know shitty low-end job that other everybody else wants yeah. so, kind of fucked and then yeah that's why people need to make businesses and if people keep making businesses there's more illustration jobs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's kind of how it works like because if you keep lining up and trying to get into the door for other people then there's going to be way more competition because no one wants to make their own shit like it's it's not hard to make i mean it is hard to make your own shit but the payoff yeah. is way better And the security is way better if you're able to just keep putting money in your own pocket. I've talked about this twice, so I'm done now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I guess to extension, it's just sometimes you can have kind of like if you're looking to maybe, um, maybe you could tell your employer depending on like, maybe this is okay. Maybe this is how a business could work for if it's like a specialty kind of uh, trade business Mm -hmm. where you could have if they're looking to branch out to Uh, say, like, another line of work for their own benefit, so, like, employing themselves and, like, maybe making their own business, Um, it would seem counterproductive for a business to do that or, say, like, a business owner to do that. But if they are, if they have, like, a seriously good idea, uh, the business owner could, like, help them with maybe references to help them start their business, stuff like that, where it's just a little bit more support and it's not so so competitive where yeah, the yeah. problem yeah i
1: feel like competition is good
0: yeah it's good if you yeah. have
1: someone you look at their work and you're like oh fuck they're good and then you want to get better that's it that's just all yeah. it is
0: because i'm think i'm serious at this point that amazon may very well become like the buy and large from wally
1: oh yeah for sure yeah definitely everybody's like, putting their faith in amazon no one wants to be a business amazon's yeah. probably buying up all of these businesses too. Like it's, it's a it's basically a monopoly. Like I yeah. don't know how else to describe it. Everyone's selling their shit on there. People used to sell it on eBay. Like it's just, like, it's just going there. Like who's
0: ever heard of eBay anymore? <laughs>
1: exactly. Like I heard eBay in an ebook, well an audio book recently, and I was like, oh fuck, eBay exists. Yeah. Like so yeah, but yeah. that's like, how it is, man. People need to stop fucking buying. Like everyone's just being a consumer. Like no one wants to be someone that. Yeah you know, attracts consumers.
0: Mm-hmm. It's wild. Yeah, because isn't, like, it's, like, Amazon has, like, many different facets of um, home appliances. We have, like, uh, like Alexa was, like, the starting one. Then we have... Um, oh, Also, they bought Whole Foods, so... <laughs> they, they bought Whole Foods. Yeah, they bought Whole Foods, like, two years ago. <laughs> oh, jeez, I didn't hear about that. I think... <laughs> but, um, it's, like, um, where, like, food is being supplied, like, with Whole Foods, and then I think recently they came out with, uh, like, a smart sync. It's like, a smart sync is cool, but then it's like, um, I don't know who in Amazon produced it, but it's like, oh, it's from Amazon. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so many different things coming from just, like, one company, which can also be said with But also, it's not coming from stuff. that company, because I, I know for a fact it's all being made in China. Like, shut the <laughs> fuck up! <laughs> you can't lie to
1: me! <laughs> I know you're getting your fucking business from China. It's cheaper there. Like, Yep. <sighs> yep. Yep. Yep.
0: Mm.
1: Like, that's why I think we need to work on our own shit, man. Like, I get you with the whole Patreon stuff, but Patreon's hard to develop, too, if you don't have, like, a face to funnel to faith Patreon. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I get the whole Instagram creative sweet stuff, but Instagram's a little weird, too. It's hard to develop, and I, like, I don't know. Instagram fame, to me, always felt weird. It's just really weird, like, really, like, plasticky and, like, kind of gross. Like, that's why I like the idea of YouTube, because it's, like, at least it's a video of me being myself, right? Like, it's not just a picture of the good times.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I want more realism and, like, tangibility with my shit. That's just hard, man.
0: Yeah, I miss what YouTube, It's like, small tangent on YouTube, I miss what YouTube used to be instead of, like... They're changing it for, like, um, they're missing what they used to be about.
1: Well, I don't even know if it's that. I think it just got too big. And the way, like, (sighs) to to hold all those videos, it requires servers. And those servers require money. So if you can't afford that, like, for example, if YouTube just let everybody post everything up for free, and then they didn't have advertisements, then they'd be making zero money. And oh then, like, like
0: yeah advertisements are fine but it's like say like youtube tv and then like youtube music oh well, and,
1: like now it's yeah. just even more
0: like i get you i get yeah, you down yeah. there
1: like they're just also trying to recognize that people are posting music on there yeah that's i true. think it's a good idea because people are people are posting music on there that's unlicensed so the people that <laughs> made the music aren't getting the money so if youtube true. music comes around then all of that goes away Like all of it goes away immediately because it's just music. And then people go on music for you or on YouTube for YouTube music or whatever. And then you have your music there and then the artists are making their money. And then you can just go around and take down literally everything that's music on YouTube because it's not on YouTube music. So like it's easier for the algorithm. I guess that how how that works, I understand. What is your other gripe with it?
0: Uh, I guess those are the main that's the main body of it. And it's like, oh, okay, I never thought about it that way. That yeah, it's just,
1: it's just rough. Like, it's, it's hard yeah. for you to do anything when you have not necessarily a, a free domain, but, but, like, a place where people can post things freely with little yeah. to no checks and balances. And when the checks and balances do come around, it takes a while because the algorithm has to catch up with the billions of videos that are being uploaded, like, every fucking day. Yeah. So, it's just hard. Like, I don't think YouTube's doing a bad job.
0: Yeah, I for, think it's
1: just too hard for them to scale it across the entire website. For yeah, like everything. Like, yeah, for, it's difficult. Yeah, That's for all why they have that.
0: Of, yeah, for all of like the, I guess like crap that everybody gives YouTube. It's like yeah, it's good to just take a moment and look back at where they started before, and now everybody that they didn't really like. It's not like it's like hey, come like everybody come here. It's like everybody decided to come to YouTube and maybe. They didn't have everything in place. And so they're just like what you're saying, keeping up with all of the influx of media that they now have to like regulate, I guess, slash police and everything. Also, if you think
1: about it this way, technically YouTube is like a news provider as well. Yeah. So you have a broadcasting website, YouTube, that's been around since what, 2007, 2006? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So that's what, 13 fucking years? How long has Fox and CNN been around? (laughs) <laughs> like think about how new this is to the people that just made it like they're trying to figure this shit out like right now like all this stuff is still new like yeah youtube video like youtube is still being talked about and it's been 13 years deep and it's still one of the biggest providers of entertainment it's it got even bigger because of covid and now yep. like, it's being run by like 35 year olds and 40 year olds like they don't really know like yeah yeah. they don't really have that legacy base that like these news channels have that basically go back until like the '60s. Like, mm-hmm. that's I, I just don't understand why people need to police them. Also, the problem is a lot of them are like lefties. So, like, if anybody on the right, like um, Republicans, and I guess you can call them white nationalists, if they say anything, they get censored because they don't believe in what they're saying, and that kind of sucks for narrative. Like yeah if i have a fascist yelling like a racist shit on youtube i want to see him so i know where he is and i know he exists like i get you you're mad and you don't know you don't want him to be represented on your christian server or some shit but like he exists i need to know about him and i need to know what he's saying because that gives me a narrative of where the country is and how we can talk about things. And sometimes those people are just being labeled nar- like Nazis and stuff. But they yeah. actually are just saying things that are just, you know, rational. And they're not trying to be an asshole, but they get taken down because they're associated with those people. And that's yeah. like that's that's the problem with YouTube. That's the only problem I have with YouTube. Other thing else, I, I give them a pass because it's new. But yeah, taking yeah. down people's like political views, that's fucks. Don't do that. If they're yeah, not shooting somebody or like doing stuff that actually goes against your guidelines, then no, yeah. no they're just a Republican. They didn't <laughs> fucking to violate the law or anything.
0: Yeah, it's like words might be hurtful, but as long as there's no physical trauma or like physical harm coming to anybody, mm-hmm. at least immediately of like any uh, statements, then yeah, like what you're saying, just let them speak for what they want to believe in and then we can have a time to like have discussions about it and like see where they are coming from to understand okay i see where they are coming from and that makes sense i'm still going to like debate you but it's like like, i know where you're coming from and we can speak on what like the what the issue is of like what you're speaking of
1: and can we please stop doing
0: it with
1: like (laughs) can we please stop threatening to beat up people that aren't fucking like (laughs) On the left, like just because they have an idea, like all Trump supporters aren't racist. Yeah, all, that's like, but all racists are Trump supporters. Yeah. Like, I get you. All racists are Trump supporters, but not all racists are Trump supporters. Not all yeah. Trump supporters are racist. Like, I get you. Like, there's some people that literally just, you know, believe in the business and stuff like that. Like, I don't hate Trump. I think he's doing ridiculous things, but like, yeah. I don't. Really know how I feel about that. I don't like Biden either. I'm not voting. I'm like, oh, full disclosure, I'm not voting. (laughs) I don't like either of them. So that's just how I stand. But I'm not going to be like, I'm going to kill this guy. Or like, I'm going to punch him in the face because he said some words that I don't agree with. Like, I'd rather talk to them, understand it, and then maybe diffuse it. Or maybe I'm wrong.
0: Who knows? Yeah, like, that's like, have you ever considered that maybe you're wrong? Personally? Or maybe you read only five sentences of an article and then just or, took it as fucking religion after that? Or literally just the headline, which a lot of times can be clickbait, guys. Yep.
1: It's, it's The reason why they made the headline is to get you to click it so they can pay for their business.
0: Like, God, guys, like... Look into the details. Stop looking at all the surface level things. There's stuff yeah. below the surface. People are looking
1: to be met. That's guys' that's the problem. People are just looking to be met.
0: Yeah, it's like I get it. There's a lot of stuff that's stressing everybody out. Like aside from presidential stuff, uh, there's also environmental, racial, uh, racial, economics. Stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Environment. Like, yeah. Yeah, but a very interesting uh, quote is. Um, Basically, to paraphrase, you don't need uh, thunder to grow a garden. You need rain. And talking is like rain. You don't need to raise your voice to a thunderous Mm. degree. Mm. So just that's how, honestly, I phrase my or how I like to conduct um, debates with people. And when I even when you say debate, it's not like heated. It's just a debate is honestly just a discussion.
1: Yeah, I want to like, do more discussion talking.
0: Like, yeah.
1: People aren't really letting, giving room for discussion. It kind of just feels like you'll say something and then you'll just be like, that sucks. Next com- next topic or something <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah. All right. Enough politics.
0: Don't think anybody needs to listen to politics or wants yeah. to. So where were we? YouTube? Yeah, we got um, off the ending. Yeah, it was from YouTube? And then it's like, uh, like policing, like topics and everything. Then that's like where we spiraled out. Yeah. Um, I guess the only thing I really want to
1: talk about is, um, I guess, trying to figure out where I should put my time and energy. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm really conflicted on what I should be doing. Like I like the podcast, and I see the web design business as something to get me out of Winn Dixie and to do something that is my business and mm-hmm. that I'll enjoy. But I also want to do my dream shit. But I'm also, I don't know, hard. It's hard to figure out how to navigate that. Like, hmm.
0: Yeah, I know for me, which is, I'm very fortunate. uh, My sister Lori, uh, even though I have, like, the stable job that, um, like, say, a lot of the parental figures in my family would like me to see, um, right now it's not exactly what I want to do. And I do not want the same thing to happen where it's like, oh, I was pushed into, like, graphic design when I didn't want to. I didn't want like that same kind of occurrence to happen again where it's like, okay, I'm stuck in teaching. So yeah, like this will be my last year at uh Harford Heights where I'm like currently teaching virtually uh, due to COVID. Um it's not really doing it for me right now. It's it's a nice job. It's very fulfilling to uh, teach you to like care. the in person experience though. Yes, yes. That it's makes very sense. nice. It's very nice. But while it is nice, and that's why I did call it my second calling, it's not my first calling. What I want to do, I want to honestly create. To, um, I want to create and have people feel uh, different ways about them. It doesn't have to just be happy. It can be all kinds of different emotions, depending on the person and the stuff that I am creating. I want to create for people, and then therefore it's like it's creating for myself because. It's like a reciprocal kind of thing. If I'm creating for others, it's like, yeah, this is this feels good. I'm doing it for myself too. Are and you, so, so hmm?
1: actually continue your thought. I keep fucking trying to Oh no, that. no, you're fine. Yeah. But um
0: Yeah, so it's it works in line with the Patreon. It's a stepping stone. Uh, more of like hopefully aspiring to get where um some other people have gotten uh, with like their diligence and um work ethic. Uh, with their Patreon to have it be successful and to at least partially, to fully supporting them. I'm not expecting to, like, fully support myself with Patreon. That'd be really cool. That'd uh, be. If, yeah, it, cool. it's nice. Yeah, it, it could very well happen, but it, a lot of different factors need to be considered, and yeah. it's also circumstantial. But mm-hmm. um, I want to look more into... Ah, uh, getting more into the professional field of say illustration, and then uh, that's why I'm thinking of like serialization. Uh, maybe not with a uh, webtoon or it was this other site, Ah uh, MediBang, but uh, it's like a smaller kind of group. Uh, I think I sent a link of it uh, to you before. It you was. Did um, is that black creators like the African, yeah. African creators? Yeah, yeah, uh, and right they have Amanda? like yeah, they have uh, really. Uh, Interesting stories, and some of them aren't like it's like, oh, they're like the best illustrators. Um, and that's not even the case on Webtoon, and a lot of stuff is really simple. Um, yeah, but, it varies, yeah, it varies. And it's like, whoa, well, I know my qual. or spe- speaking, um, specifically for myself, it's like, oh wow, I know my quality is better than that. If they can do it, um uh, generally speaking, I could, they might have different opportunities, but I do want to give it a try and I want to really dedicate myself to it. And yeah, same. Yeah, and with that being said, uh, a lot of times I find myself gearing up uh, to like really get serious um, for creating, uh, but then unfortunately, like circumstantial stuff does get in the way, and I have to take care of that stuff first, which may yeah. prolong longer than what is expected. Um, but you have to get that stuff done, and you have to work with what the world gives you sometimes. But I do want to really really get serious where it's like <laughs> kind of like to give a reference point uh like anime kind of specifics like i'm gonna give it my all i'm gonna okay. keep it kind of thing yeah it's like that kind of vibe um but like kind of translating it into a more realistic approach
1: yeah that's the really difficult part for me Honestly, i'm trying to figure out my path like i keep coming back to
0: yeah yeah
1: because like i have so many influences that are say go this way and i have a lot of influences that say go that way yep like um all of the artists that i've saw are just like they make, literally make videos that are like this is why i quit my job at disney and i'm never going back and i'm just mm-hmm. like fuck like what are yeah, we it's doing? like you
0: want to but then it's like it looks like you always think it might not work out like realistically speaking it may not work out as easily as they may be saying it
1: You know, yeah, like I want to just, I want to be at the point where I just have a following on YouTube. But, like,
0: yeah,
1: my problem is I constantly get caught up in this like, what am I doing the right type of entertainment? Am I like doing the right format of video? Am I saying it right? Am I doing this right? And then, like, my, the back of my mind, my conscious is like, well, just keep doing it. And then I'm just like, but what? Yeah. Yeah, And then I'm always like, oh, well, I need a partner. And then, like, it's hard to coordinate with a partner. And then it's hard to, like, I don't know, just make things work because everybody has different schedules. And I want to be, like, a Spartan and just work yeah. through everything. But it's just, like, yeah. yeah, difficult. But, like, I don't know. I feel like a partnership has been the most successful work for me, personally, artistic-wise. Like, I don't know. It's just... Doing stuff on my own just seems very, like, here and there. Mm-hmm. But when I had... When we were doing Afro, I kind of felt more of a pull towards it. Yeah. And, like, that kind of stuff. So I wanted to do that.
0: Yeah. I know for uh-huh. me... um, Or... Mm-hmm. Oh, were you going to say something else?
1: Well, I don't know. i just just going to say, like, it would be cool to do a, a joint YouTube channel with you. And then we could just, like, funnel people into our own private Patreons or, like, a joint Patreon or something crazy. But, like... Yeah. I, I just hate... Trying to like start partnerships with other people because I don't know how passionate they are about it, and like mm-hmm. I want to make it's just I don't know. I keep coming to the struggle of trying to get things off the ground, and then being like, should I just do it myself? And I'm just like, that sucks, though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I've felt that so many times. But I think the one thing that will help me the most is say like uh I guess essentially just moving out and then having my own processes, and then I know. All the different, uh, like, say, materials and then resources that I have under my belt, uh, say, with like uh, like any significant other, just in like a point of reference, a significant other that I have. Mm-hmm. And then it's like we're starting a fresh new slate. We have everything. We have all the knowledge of what we have, uh, say, where in currently right now. Uh, I'm living with uh, my sister, where uh, a lot of financial stuff is handled by her. But I want all of that to be on my end. It's like, okay, I, I know exactly what I have and what I can work with, and so it's easier for me to plan uh, for the present, near future, far like further future, and so on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just having first like um, living space freedom makes it easier to visualize. Mom, mm-hmm. um, artistic, and then. Career freedom. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's what I'm really looking forward to. And whenever we headed out of state, like for me, when we went over to Florida to see you guys and then to Washington very recently, I felt like a lot more in control of what it's so funny.
1: It's yeah. so funny. Every time I see you, you're just like, thank God I'm not home.
0: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's yeah, you funny. don't. Because you <laughs> so <seeing> your
1: <laughs> you're just like, holy shit, dude, I feel great. Yeah, it's just like, a- bro, I just got off of a fucking nine-hour flight. <laughs> you're just yeah. like, I'm great, I'm not at home anymore. That's
0: yeah, so that's honestly what I'm looking forward to the most. Um, yeah, and even then, like, say, uh, moving in with um, – the couple friends that we have uh one and kevin yeah um even then are you um, moving in with them um yeah 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 so yeah they're looking to get like a house like not um in an apartment but like a a townhome
1: yeah i heard they were looking for a house i didn't know that you guys were gonna go in on it
0: yeah yeah so they said that the basement is so big that they didn't know what to do with it so they opened it up to us for like a thousand flats like oh yo that's really cool
1: that's really good that's yeah and
0: um, and I know, um, even despite, like, some other people, like, in my family saying that they might, like, um, like withhold, like, some features or it might not be, like, in my dad. Ugh, some small, small tangent. I'm going to keep it small <laughs> for okay. my dad. Right. <laughs> um, uh, just reference point. Sometimes my dad thinks I am actually stupid. Uh, it's not. That's just how I interpret it. But he basically was making sure that I knew it's like. You want to have uh, the rent be even? even? It's like, yeah, Dad. I know they're gonna make it even, even. Uh, I they're my friends. I and even if it wasn't, I'd say it's like that's not really even. Can we like negotiate this? What's going on? Maybe find out why it isn't even. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, just living with uh, other people like-minded like myself, uh, I'm looking forward to that as well., uh, and even then, there might be some points of where we might brush shoulders uh accidentally and and i'm i'm geared to figure that out i'm really glad that i've had a lot of time with all of like the different uh social relationships romantic relationships that i've had that communication is like one of the most important things Mm -hmm. like um like i guess you could say in the universe because Before, I used to think, oh, speed is the most important thing because you can communicate quickly. But if you just focus on communication in itself, you don't have to worry about speed. Not really. If you communicate well, you don't need to do it quickly. You can just do it effectively. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, like, very excited.
1: Yeah. I think that'll be a good experience for you. And it'll definitely give you more creative freedom and less, you know, feeling of dread when you go home. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: I know how that was like. I had a living situation that was sort of similar. I was still making music and stuff, but I didn't, you know, feel, I, I still felt like I was being choked. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. <sighs> I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm just trying to start another project with you here again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can say for certain that. At least once I do move out, everything I feel will be a lot more seamless and streamlined. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm very, very excited.
1: I think you should try to get as much done as you can with just the stressful environment, because you never know when shit will just be bad again or like oh, yeah. worse. So like, you just get used to you know powering through it as much as you can, or like trying to get some stuff done. Because you are doing things, like you're doing the chibbies, and Like I can't mm-hmm. say you're not doing anything as far as work, so you're working. But, yeah, I think we just need to find a decent path for ourselves. That's why, like we said, we should work on this little comic adventure or I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking maybe we could probably do that, like, Instagram challenge that we were doing before, but maybe put it out of, like, a YouTube scale where we just... Like, kind of like an art
0: fight, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, ooh, art. I've done an... Okay. I've done an art fight on Amino. It was... um it was larger scale it involved like at least uh, 30 people it was for a Sonic Amino that was so much fun I Mm. loved the brush of it it was so much fun so an art fight with you it's like oh hell yeah that'd be so cool
1: yeah I think that'll be easier for us to do content for and then we can have like a, a generator that makes us have topics or something and then yeah we just draw it and then hopefully we can get it up you know maybe just once every two weeks something like that like nothing uh, i want to just space things out so we're not really pushing for it but we have it you know like i don't know we have priorities so i don't think we should make this our priority but we should think about it like i just want to build more pull to what we're doing and then have more people interested in that and then that way we can have people we can have that channel point towards our book that we make
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and then yeah i don't know yeah, because all that we require is just we'll have a format for it. We could be like, oh, we have this art challenge, and we could be like, we could record ourselves being like, all right, I'm doing this, and I'll be like, all right, I'm doing this, and then at the end, we'll just do. I don't, just something, I, don't, I don't know. I think you understand yeah. where I'm going with this.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, were you saying something? Yeah. What was it? Yeah, I'm ready to evolve. And like yep. shed the skin that I have is like okay now it's really time to put in some effort.
1: Yeah, I was so happy to see you with that those boxing pictures on Instagram because I was like finally he gets it this yes. son of
0: a bitch gets it finally. Yeah, it's, it's a training <laughs> arc. It's a training <laughs> arc. And yeah. I actually thought I don't know if you noticed uh, at least from the second picture to the third picture I wanted to all be sequential and it actually tells a story. Mm. And I was still on the fence about it, but it actually could work. um and like having that be like a s- sort of introduction to what could be like a story, like a larger story that could be told within a post, like post mm-hmm. by post kind of thing.
1: Interesting. That'd be yeah. cool. Huh. Did you? OK, let's talk about the story that we want to do off podcast uh, just to keep it a little teased and then uh, yeah, yeah. we'll bring it back later. I think we've done enough for this podcast since it's already six o'clock and we've hit the deadline so um thanks everybody for tuning in this was a big fucking just shit post of a goddamn podcast because we just kind of threw a whole bunch of stuff in there um hopefully the next couple episodes will be a little bit more topic based maybe we'll just talk about what we're writing and try to be not too specific about it and just you know just catch up with us see where this conversation has taken us into the future conversation. Hopefully we have some questions answered and,
0: you know, have a bit more of it figured out. Behind the scenes on, like, work ethic, it's like, oh, we're, like, doing this to stay afloat. And it's pretty easy kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this will just be a good update podcast. Just yeah, between yeah. two froze. Yeah, we'll just talk between what we're doing, what we're working on. Mm-hmm um it'll be good in tandem if we get that youtube started up i think that'd be an easy thing for us to do man like we've already did it before all we have to do is just record ourselves like with our camera iphone whatever just being like hey okay this is my approach this is how we're going to do it like i'll talk about it like i'll I'll, I'll literally just turn craig off after this and we'll talk about it okay Uh, yeah goodbye guys thanks for tuning in see you